following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Let me say something else, too, about Mo Pat. Mo has done it all. I mean, he's covered the Titans. He's covered the Vols. He's done high school. He's a fantastic writer. He's now actually hosting a talk show every day in Columbia that is outstanding. I got to tell you, you guys just killed it this weekend. As 2021 comes to an end, so too does the holiday rush we love so much. What about it, boy? I am so glad Christmas is over. <laughs> if folks did not follow you guys this weekend before they missed the treat. Speaking of treats, better late than never. So he comes by playing Santa Claus, drops off some bags, and, and takes off. Well, in a bag is Chex Mix for the three of us. So I hand off Chris and JP's to Chris, and I've eaten mine. And Joe, you see where that got us. Yeah. JP, don't worry about it. anything tastes that bad, won't go bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's non-perishable, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Joe, Chex Mix, cockroaches, nuclear war, all oh. of that. But we don't always get what we want. It's okay. Everybody understands keyboard envy. I did have some. I'm I'm telling you, seek professional help, bro. So out with the holiday cheer and back to hard-hitting opinions. Let me try to be as polite and politically correct as I can. Uh, But this new reclassification and redistricting for basketball and the other sports is the dumbest thing I have ever seen. You know what they say about opinions, right? They've been pushing for it for years, and almost as soon as they got it, you started hearing about how people didn't like it. Yeah. Look, it's like my fourth wife. Be careful what you ask. So on the cusp of a new year, welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. Welcome into a wild and wacky Wednesday already. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal week here the final week of 2021 if i hear anybody say 2022 is my year i'm throwing you out the window they're even open <laughs> they're open they're already open so, so we don't even have to break them just <laughs> you're gonna look like jazz. uncle feeling jazz that's it <laughs> i mean it's exactly what it's gonna look like oh man we come to <laughs> coming to you from the lee company studio here in columbia tennessee Man, what a day. What a week it's been. And we got two more of these shows to go. We're halfway there. We'll be off on Friday. Because the bottom line is, I'm going to be watching football all day Friday. (laughs) Period. I ain't doing nothing else. (laughs) I'm going to be at my mama's house. I'm going to eat some dinner. And I'm going to eat some lunch. And I'm going to eat some breakfast in reverse order. And you're just going to get spoiled, huh? Exactly. Is Mama gonna bring it to you in the recliner? Probably not. But I will tell you this: you know, at ten thirty at night, we might get some <laughs> pork fried pork chops or go. whatever it was. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> World the, famous. The late night. Snack. Late night. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've I've got a birthday to celebrate on 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 uh, yeah Friday. It's really Jody's yes. birthday. Yes. Okay. My better half. Oh, it's your uh, better half. It's yes. not yours. Not okay. mine. No. Okay. No. Okay. My better so, halves. so her family snuck that deduction in right <laughs> under the wire, huh? Oh yeah. Gotcha. Yep. She was so close to being the first baby of the fir- of the beginning of the year, and yet yep. so far away. <laughs> yep. 
Oh man, what a uh, what what a week it's been! And I'm of bowl games, the one at least the ones that got played. It's um, it's been fun, and we're going to talk about a lot of those bowl games, including all four of the SEC's bowls that have been just awful. Yesterday, the SEC continued its terrible <sighs> performance. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, Did so. you see that, Brett McMurphy? Yes. Sweet. Zero and zero in games that the SEC cares about. No, that was Barrett Salee. Well, he, Brett, Brett, uh, Brett had one too. Oh. Identical. Because he had the list of. Yeah. And for SEC, it was, it just means more. Going for. <laughs> let let me. Great. To, to walk some SEC fans off the cliff um, for just a moment, let's keep this in perspective. Well, hang on a minute because uh, we're, we're going to talk yeah, more we'll talk about, about this. That. In the next okay, segment. well, yeah, so there are 14 teams right in the league. Mm-hmm. 13 of them. 13, 13 of them. Balls. Okay, yes. Yeah. So a little, little teaser there. Mm-hmm. I got some thoughts on that. Good. Uh-oh. He got something to JP say. JP got something to say. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, Mike Vrabel. We, talk, we said yesterday that we would talk more today about Mike Vrabel and why he should be coach of the year. Also, trying to get into a little bit about uh, the AFC and NFC. Who... Who is the favorite in the AFC if not the Titans? And if it is the Titans, who are they gonna play in the Super Bowl? So we'll get we'll get some thoughts and opinions as we head into week seventeen. This is so mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. So weird to say that knowing we have two games left. But yeah, it is what it is. And then of course we will go through the bowl games that are gonna be played tonight, tomorrow, and the first one on Friday. And then tomorrow we will pick the rest of the bowls all the way out through the college football playoffs. So there you go. And of course it's wild and wacky Wednesday. Don't forget about that. We have some weird news from across the world. So it's going to be a lot of fun, but before we get to any of our top stories today, we have a couple of those. We need to give you yesterday's results. Today's schedule on The Rundown. This is The Rundown. In girls' basketball action on Tuesday night, Richland defeated Forest 54-33 at the Richland Christmas Classic. Also down there, it was Summertown defeating Spring Hill 59-46. Over at the Above the Rim Classic in Sanderville, Columbia Academy defeated Host Hickman County 42-39. At the Next Level Classic at Christ Presbyterian Academy, it was the Host Lady Lions 48, Independence 23. Today, we have some results already. Forrest down Spring Hill over at Richland 56-45. It was Loretto out in the Smokies 58-47 winners over Jackson Southside. And again, down at Richland, it was Huntland 58, Santa Fe 43. Those are all girls' scores as well. Okay, and boys' action from yesterday. Spring Hill defeated Somerset Christian, Kentucky 74-54 at the Lake Cumberland Holiday Classic down at Richland. Lawrence County defeated Ardmore, Alabama 81-28. It was Carroll of Ohio 62, Mount Pleasant 26 over in Pigeon Forge. Down at Richland, it was the Host Raiders defeating Forrest 59-48 and Summertown defeating Huntland 85-38. 85-38. At the King of the Hill Classic Host Summit, down Station Camp 45-38, story on MainStreetMurray.com. Columbia Academy over at Hickman County in that Above the Rim Classic, 
The Bulldogs, a 69-44 winner over Hickman County today. Oh, over I'm sorry. the Bulldogs. Over the Bulldogs. Right. <laughs> the visiting Bulldogs over the host Bulldogs. In uh, Wednesday action down at Santa Fe, it was, uh, I'm sorry, down at Richland, Santa Fe 73, Ardmore 58, and Independence. And pretty much dominating. 96-46 against Lighthouse, Lighthouse Christian in the King of the, the Hill. King of the Hill Classic. Yeah. Wilco Super Duels took place up at Franklin this morning. <laughs> Round one, it was Summit defeating Franklin 38-37. Fairview over Battleground Academy 45-27. Nolansville 49, Centennial 25, and Brentwood 57, Independence 18. In the second round, it was Independence defeating Battleground Academy 42-28. Franklin over Fairview 42-31. Nolansville 48, Brentwood 34, and Summit 61-15 over Centennial. In round three, it was Franklin 43, Independence 36, Nolansville over Battleground Academy 48-22, Fairview down Centennial 38-36, and Summit edge Brentwood 39-36. In the fourth round, Summit, a 54-18 winner over Battleground Academy. It was Brentwood 43, Fairview 34, Independence down Centennial 51-30, and Nolansville a 64-15 winner over Franklin. In high school basketball action upcoming today or in progress independence girls played Siegel today in the next level classic up at cpa at the above the rim classic over at hickman county columbia academy's girls played lipscomb academy at seven o'clock tonight columbia academy's boys played middle tennessee heat at 8 30 tonight and spring hills boys continue their run at the lake cumberland holiday classic in somerset kentucky down at Richland, at 3 o'clock, it was Clay County and Gleason in girls' action. Following that, Loretta's boys took on Lawrence County. At 6 o'clock tonight, it is Summertown's girls scheduled to take on Richland. And at 7.30, the boys of Summertown will also take on the host Raiders. At the King of the Hill Holiday Classic at Summertown today, earlier it was Riverdale and Station Camp. Um, right about now. Lebanon and Rockvale play in one semifinal, and at 4.30, Summit and Page will play. NCAA men's action tonight. Tennessee is at Alabama, 8 p.m. tip on ESPN2. I assume you can hear it simulcast on these airwaves. <laughs> Alabama on 101, Tennessee on 103. NHL action tonight. The Preds are back in action. They take on the Washington Capitals in D.C. at 6 p.m. puck drop. And in the NBA, it's the Lakers visiting the Grizzlies at 7 p.m. That is an NBA TV game. So I don't even know how you watch that. But there you go. That's going to do it for today's rundown. We barely got it in under the wire there. That was about five minutes. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Um, Would be just dumb to start this show without the biggest news of the, the day or the night last night, and that is... Of course, a voice of many my age childhood and, of course, a phenomenal football coach and motivator of the Little Giants after his bus broke down (laughs) in the movie. (laughs) John Madden passed away at the age of 85. And like you said, Mo, most people my age, we only know him for his voice and his video game. Yeah. Um Meanwhile, his winning percentage as coach of the Oakland Raiders is the all-time best among coaches with at least 100 games. So, you know, he that's was, not bad. He, 
he he wasn't just a um a voice you know and he wasn't just an inspiration to a to a video game he i mean he's a hall of fame coach and not too many did it any better than him for sure um some of those old Oakland Raider teams with Stabler and Bolitnikoff and Tatum and and all those head knockers on defense when you could actually do that stuff, you know, um, they were. There was no, eh, they're all right when it comes <laughs> to the Oakland Raiders. You even either loved them or you hated them, and and I grew up with a guy who was a huge, huge Raiders fan, and it was um, it was just a fun time, and. They were good, and he was a big part of it. And, um, you know, when I saw it, when I heard it, it was just kind of like it w- didn't hit me to the degree that Hank Aaron did back in April in um, January, but it was just an- it felt like another part of your childhood was kind of gone to some degree. Well, not just that, but, you know, obviously Hank was continuously in the – in the Braves organization. And John had been out of the spotlight for a while. I guess 2012 was his last broadcast. And, you know, but just a phenomenal voice. I I don't know if you, I'm sure you saw it, Mo, but I don't know if JP saw it. JP, you know, you, did you grow up playing Madden? Uh, I I played uh, a little bit. I I was, my video games were Nintendo. Right. And so I, I never, I never had a Sega or PlayStation. Um, I, I love that game when I went over to a friend's house. I I know him more because I was a Cowboys fan growing up. Gotcha. And so, you know, being in Middle Tennessee, we didn't have a, a team. So we got the, whatever national game was every Sunday. And it was always the Cowboys with Pat Summerall and John Madden. And so that's how I grew up with John Madden. So I know him as the broadcaster. My question is, do you know who the first player to grace the cover of Madden was just the player without without John's face on it. The first player only cover. player. I, d- I don't know. I mean, I know Eddie George was on there. I don't know if that was the first one. Do you, I have no idea. Michael, you did not see it. I, I'm glad I got to use this. It was, in fact, was it Eddie George? Eddie George, 2000. He was the first one, huh? He was the, he was the first was player. player that was by himself. Interesting. So, anyway. Mo, you got something real quick before we get out of here? Yeah, real quick. Um, Vanderbilt women's basketball freshman Ayanna Moore um, hit nine three-pointers, scored 32 points last night in the Commodores' 94-42 win over Alabama State. That nine threes is a school single-game record. Vanderbilt hit 17 threes in the win, which is a school single game record as a team um her 32 points were the tied for the third most by freshman in vanderbilt history so big game for the former blackman standout no doubt all right when we come back we'll talk sec football and bowls after this come with us Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. 
Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Sports talk like it used to be. You know, like your crazy uncle used to listen to. Only better. Here's Chris and Mel. Welcome back in to this Wednesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Again, coming to you from the Lee Company studio here and the Front Porch Sports headquarters of 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. Glad to have you with us here as we roll on with football talk. we got a lot of it today. We're going to talk, um, talk about the SEC here in a moment. We've got some NFL conversations to have in the next segment and then of course in hour two we will break down six of the next bowl games so should be a lot of fun stay with us throughout we appreciate you guys hanging out with us and of course our final segment of the day is wild and wacky wednesday where we give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world and i have got some good ones today upi came through (laughs) so in segment one, Mo, it appeared that JP was rather passionate about the fact Something. that the Southeastern Conference is 0-4, by the way. Um, four losses in 2021 matches the total losses over the last two years for the SEC in bowl games. Now, 2021 has been a weird year. We know that especially for parity in college football. Is this, and then on top of that, <clears throat> whatever players were with COVID, because apparently Mississippi State had a bunch out last night. They had 10 starters out. Then you've got opt-outs, like apparently, you know, some some teams have had to deal with that. And you're going to have that at a, more at the SEC Power 5 level than you're going to have at the G5 level like those teams that that they were playing. So is this a – is it time to hit the panic button, I guess, 
And JP said he's got some perspective. Let's see what JP's perspective is because I, I, I'm curious, and we can we can go from there. Uh, Before JP gives yep. his perspective, I just want to I, I I know what direction he's going in with this, and I agree with him. So go ahead. Well, as a as I teased before in the opening segment, fourteen teams we have in the Southeastern Conference, correct? Mm-hmm. Fourteen. All right. How many qualified for a bowl? All but one. All but one. Which Thir- one was that, that w- JP? That would be thirteen. Well, that's beside the point. <laughs> beside the, that has nothing to do with this conversation. Okay, has nothing to do with this conversation. Neither here nor there. Yeah. So thirteen, thirteen teams, SEC teams are participating or had the opportunity to participate in bowls. We've already had one that bailed Texas A&M. Right? They're the only ones I think so far. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, they were getting beat. Um, probably should have had a couple of others that decided not to play, but. Neither here nor there. So, to those that say that, you know, of course, SEC top-heavy, yes, it is top-heavy. You've got two teams, two of the four of the Final Four. Could have two in the national championship game. And if that's the case, all of this will be forgotten anyway. However, the idea that the, um, the SEC and the air-quote middle-of-the-road teams – aren't pulling their weight. The middle of the road teams haven't played yet. <laughs> Who who's played? Missouri. Trash. Uh they were twelfth, thirteenth in the in the league. Uh who else has played? Mississippi State. Ten, they were I don't know that Mississippi State was trash, but they were trash last night. They, yeah. They were losing they were, they were the biggest surprise stars. so far. But Missouri, uh Mississippi State, Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. And Florida. And Florida. And you Is look at right? the record for Florida and who they lost to, losing to Central Florida is not that big a deal. All Florida was again in the bottom half, bottom of the third. Of the SEC this year, of these these teams that have lost are bottom third of the league. Florida was sixth in the seven team SEC East. Thank you. Now Missouri was fourth, or tied for fourth. Um, Auburn was sixth in the SEC East. Okay, uh, West. Excuse me. Yeah, sixth. And Mississippi State was in a three way tie for third. Okay. So could be fifth, mm-hmm. um, and so, and probably got selected based on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were not selected as the third best of the West. Right? No, they they were selected because the Liberty Bowl got a choice, and mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to go with Starkville. Well, you, yeah, well, that, and that made sense. <clears throat> but you're you're right. You're right. And, and on top of that, and I've said this for years and years and years. One of the reasons that the SEC bowl record is either really impressive or it's really bad is because typically they end up playing teams that finish much higher in their conference than the SEC team did because of the BCS and the college football playoff taking those teams away, taking the top two teams away. I mean, if it was the, if it was the olden days when it was, you know, the sugar bowl got the, the number one, the champion. And then, you know, you kind of went down from there. It was a little more even, but over the last five years, well, really 10 years, the SEC has consistently played, you know, teams that 
out of the Big Ten, I remember Auburn was eight and four one year, and they played ten and two Penn State in the Outback Bowl. Yeah, you know, I mean that that happens a lot. Yeah, and you look at the records of the of the teams that have played already. Missouri six and six. Mississippi State was seven and five. Seven and five. Seven and five. Um, Florida was six and six. And Auburn uh, was six seven and six. six and six. They ended up six and seven. Every one of those SEC teams, their opponent had a better record. Oh yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, I mean Houston was what eleven and two. Yeah. yeah. Ranked top twenty in the country uh-huh. and, and probably shouldn't have won the game. I mean, again, of course, Auburn, if Bo Nix doesn't get hurt, I, I think Auburn is probably a 10-win team because I think they win four out of their last five. And they, the, only, the only loss that was in that, that four-game stretch that I think they absolutely lose is Texas A&M. So, but that just goes to show how important a quarterback is, in, even in college football. Yeah. It's... I'm not here pressing the panic button at all. I think Tennessee-Purdue is a really good matchup, and we will talk more about it later. As far as I think it's a, um, I think it's a a fair matchup, more fair than the others have been, if that makes sense. Again, Army was eight and three. Missouri was six and six. Right. Now, Army was 8-3 in the Conference USA. I get that. Okay. But that doesn't, I mean, as we've seen, Conference USA has been pretty good. <laughs> so there's that. Decent, yeah. Well, I mean, here's a couple of evenly matched. I mean, North Carolina and South Carolina in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. Uh, well, that's tomorrow. only because both of those teams are so unpredictable that <laughs> who knows? Yeah, but – I mean, um, I finally found a website that has team records. Kansas State seven and five, LSU six and six. They play in the Texas Bowl on Tuesday, I guess. I think that's a pretty evenly matched game as well, just because LSU certainly underperformed, but Kansas State was at times really good. Surprisingly so. Right. Florida was six and six going into the Gasparilla Bowl. UCF eight and four, and like you said, that was their Super Bowl. They can tell you on Twitter that it wasn't, but they're they're lying. lying. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Okay, Purdue's eight and four. Tennessee seven and five. Okay, Texas Tech was six and six. Mississippi State was seven and five. Yeah. That's the outlier. I think, again, like, yeah. I still think it was an evenly matched bowl. And until, until Mississippi State had all the Yeah, until 10 starters are out. Yeah. Penn State 7-5, and five, Arkansas 8-4 in the Outback on Saturday. Jeez. Arkansas is number 21 in the country. Penn State unranked. And the favorite. Again, number 20, Houston 11-2, and two, Auburn 6-6. Six and, six. and Houston did what a team with those type – you know, accolades was supposed to do. Sure. Kentucky and Iowa. Iowa, Iowa ten and three. Kentucky nine and three. Number fifteen Iowa. Number twenty two Kentucky. It's pretty and, even. And matched. Kentucky's favored, by the way. So. Um, and then, of course, the Sugar Bowl, which is Ole Miss, Baylor. So honestly, the middle of the road and going forward is pretty evenly matched. Things should. 
I mean, turn it, in the SEC's favor. They're going to be fine going forward. Nobody's ever had thirteen bowl eligible teams. It's insane. I mean this this is an historic season for the Southeastern Conference football wise. Thirteen bowl eligible teams, and when you advance thirteen teams, it's not like you were going to go thirteen and zero. Yeah, no. I mean, no. Especially, not even the SEC, especially <laughs> with the way that some of those teams were in again disarray. I mean, Florida was in so much disarray, and still within what? What was it? An eight point game? Yeah, it was one score game. I mean, it was. No, I'm sorry. It was 12. It was 29-17. Yeah. But still, I mean, it just – this is not something that the, the rest of the country can can make fun, and that's fine. Like, give them their, give them their time to yeah. do this. And here's the thing. I mean, when, when you do what the SEC has done for as long as the SEC has done it, people are waiting for you to slip. And when you do, you get this kind of response. So, yeah. well, it it'll be. Let's wait until the middle of the road teams start <laughs> facing everyone else's bowl eligible teams, okay? And you know, I, SEC. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think we're all on the same page. Not hitting the panic button, even if they have a losing record this bowl season. I'm not hitting the panic button. I don't think it. The way I don't think right it now. means what a lot of people think yeah. it means. I don't think it's the death knell of the Southeastern no. Conference if they have no. a losing record in the 21 season bowl games. Yeah. No. And because they were in 13 or 12 as it plays out. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of frustrating, too, that you really wish you could have just seen that game play out because you feel like Texas AM probably takes care of Wake Forest. You do, because the the games that Wake Forest lost were against teams that look a lot like Texas A&M, I think, just from an athletic standpoint and that kind of thing. And then with the time that you have to get ready for what they do, uh, I think I think Texas A&M wins that ball game if they play it. So it's tough, like you said. Would agree with that. Don't push the panic button, folks. It's not worth it. Last year, I think we had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Only eight bowl games last year for SEC teams. I guess that was due to scheduling. Um, but... I think there were dramatically fewer bowls last year, too. There were. There were. But as I'm looking at this, you know, obviously Alabama won the national championship. That's one. Kentucky beat North Carolina State. A&M over North Carolina. That's 3-0. and Mrs. Ole Miss beat Indiana. That's 4. Auburn lost to Northwestern. 4-1. and Georgia beat Cincinnati. 5-1. and Alabama obviously beat Notre Dame. 6-1. and Mississippi State was a winner over Tulsa. That's 7-1. and And Florida lost to Oklahoma. That's 7-2. Seven seven and two. Two. Against all Power Five teams except for Tulsa, and and I guess it just goes to show that th- this season has been weird. Well, and again, like you said, three of these four losses are to Group of Five teams as of now. 
group of five teams. And I think that's what a lot of people are grabbing a hold of in particular. Yeah, two you of those know, group, two of those group just, of five are going to be group power five. Two of them, yeah, you're mm, right. Yeah. But you're not just losing, you're losing to G5 teams. Well, That's okay. Both of them will be in the Big 12 next year, and they won't be group, group of five or two years from now, whenever it is. Mm-hmm. But again, there's there's – and I'm just tired of that. There's, 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 there's mitigating factors there, which other folks would say are excuses. But one person's hmm. excuse is another person's explanation. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's we're going to see it one way. They're going to see it the other way. And it's not going to matter what either of us say. So it doesn't matter. SEC. SEC. <laughs> Except for Vandy, apparently. <laughs> let's talk Too soon, man. Let's Too talk soon. about the Titans on the other side of the break because I got some questions and I want answers. Stick with us. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. From the Blue Raiders to the two-tone blue, covering the teams you care about. It's only on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in. It is, of course, Wild and Wacky Wednesday here. It's not technically hump day. I guess not for us. When we started the show, we were over the hump. So, it is what it is. This is a double hump camel week, and we're in the middle of the two humps. Sally the camel hat. 
two humps. <laughs> you're right. So we're just we're sitting in the saddle here. Is what you're saying? Saddle up, baby. Back in the saddle again. We are back in the saddle again. <laughs> That's a good. I mean, you're right. There, it is a double hump week. And that's okay, because Friday, it's it's obviously New Year's Eve, and we hope that you will enjoy the festivities that are happening around here in southern Middle Tennessee. I know right here in Columbia, we have the Mule Drop that will take place uh, at midnight. Of course, the Mule House just across the way here is hosting their Great Gatsby 100th anniversary party. So, the Roaring Twenties. Enjoy those festivities responsibly. <laughs> enjoy responsibly. Um, yes, because... If you've not noticed, <laughs> the uh, the COVID outbreak is rampant and real, and and that wasn't even what I was thinking about. But yeah, but uh, yes, I, I, well, I mean, look, the bottom line is a lot of folks are getting this. The numbers are up, so be careful. We want you to be able to enjoy New Year's Day bowl games and beyond. And of course, high school basketball. Got we got bad bad weather coming, and and my wife is you know making sure that I'm aware. <laughs> She's like, hey, if you're going to a ball game, one, make sure they don't cancel, and two, uh, <laughs> be careful if they don't. So, yeah, I'll be down at Richland we, tonight. We'd hate to get to Linville or to Centerville and find out they're not playing. Right, Centerville especially now. Richland, it, it's a long way for me, but. I mean, boy, that's a lot. Centerville is not an easy place to get back for, to Franklin from. <laughs> so, anyway, we have a, you know, we have a really good football team right here in Nashville this year with the, you know, the the way the Titans have played, and yet. National media just doesn't care. I've seen nothing but who's going to challenge the Chiefs in the AFC. Well, it's the Colts or it's the Bills. Nobody thinks the Titans have a chance. The thing is, the Colts are closer to not being in the playoffs than they are to the number one spot. Well, they're 8-1 and one in their last nine. Oh, okay. They're pretty good. And those are the only nine that count, right? Well, if you're talking about playing the right, the best football at the right time, that's that's probably it's actually probably not great because you've now played your best football, and I don't think you're peaking necessarily. Uh, but you know the Colts are going to be a tough team. We don't want to see the Colts. One, we've played them twice, and two, I mean, it's who wants to see us? Apparently, anybody, according to the rest of the national media. Here's the thing. The Titans are the two seed with a a not exactly outside chance at being the one seed, and yet they get to actually, conversely from Alabama, they actually are the underdogs. <laughs> and I think that's exactly the way Mike Vrabel would prefer it. Now, when you say they're the underdogs, you mean for this, for... I mean, in perception of the oh, media. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they're not for this game, are they? What is no, it? I'm talking about for the playoffs. Yeah. I'm talking about in the AFC as a whole. Mm -hmm. 
to get to the Super Bowl, the Titans would be the fourth pick. I think people would pick the Patriots before they would pick the Titans to go to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I think they would pick the Chiefs, the Bills, the Colts, the Patriots, and then the Titans. So maybe the fifth pick of the eight teams that get in. So, yeah, they're the underdogs. They got everything to gain. Nothing to lose. Oh, and by the way, Taylor Lewan and Roger Saffold are back. So you're, the left side of your line is looking good. Nate Davis has been put on the COVID list. So he, I guess if it's five days, then I guess he could play. I don't know. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they count today as a day or if they count Sunday as a day or I just don't know. But, it, you know, this for us, it just feels like this is a team that's bound for success in the playoffs, even if it means another return trip to Arrowhead. You know, I think the fact that Tennessee has already beaten Kansas City once has to carry some weight with somebody. I don't think Kansas City wants to see the Titans. I mean... They certainly don't want to see a healthy Titans. I mean, that Titans defense absolutely destroyed them. And they didn't have Zach Cunningham. They didn't have Bud... No, they did have Bud Dupree. They didn't have Zach Cunningham. They didn't have... Uh, Crookshank. There were a lot of guys who didn't play in that who are now playing at a high level. They don't want to see us, even if it is at Arrowhead. If the season ended today, <clears throat> excuse me, Chiefs are the one seed, Titans are the two, Bengals are the three, mm -hmm. Bills are the four, Colts, Patriots, and Dolphins are your road teams for the first round. So. Well, we're playing the Dolphins this week. <laughs> so. so that's going to impact somebody. I guess it impacts probably Baltimore. The Chargers. Or the Chargers, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the Chargers and the Raiders are both eight and seven. The Chargers are second in the West. The Raiders are third. Ravens are also eight and seven, second in the north. So it's it's crazy that only what two AFC teams have been eliminated. Yeah, now I three. I'm sorry, the Jaguars, the Jets, and the Titans. Um, Texans, <laughs> Titans. If you're listening <laughs> to the national media, um, right? Jaguars, Jets. Texans have been eliminated. Titans have lost to two of those. By the I was way. about to say, <laughs> that's poor. Yeah. Uh, and we wouldn't even be having this conversation if that weren't accurate. No, they'd be the one seed by two games. Mm. They'd be they'd be sitting at twelve and three, and two games ahead of Kansas City via the win. Now, again, as JP has told us a million times, if we 
win those games, we probably don't win some of the Some, others. Something else. So, it, and he's prob <laughs> and he's probably right. So, I'm not worried about that. What I'm worried about is winning the next two ball games. You've got the you've got the Dolphins this week, which is a game that you absolutely have to win. Period. Yeah. I mean, it's just there's there's no no way around it. And then of course, next week you've got to go to Houston. I just feel like if some kind of way the Titans could could get the number one seed, I think it one it maybe allows you to play Derrick Henry a little bit against the Texans and then give him some time to figure out where he is with that bye. And two, just from a perception standpoint, it makes people it it, it makes people have to acknowledge you. I mean, how are you going to blow them off if they're the one seed? I don't I mm, they've been doing it all year. Even when they even when the Titans were within that that run. Uh, they just don't look like the right a great team. They just don't look like a great team. Well, you're right. They didn't look like a great team because they didn't have very good football players and yet they were still winning. That was the whole point, guys. Well, That's what we were trying to tell you. I mean, what does a great team look like? The one with the most points on the side of their on their side of the scoreboard at the end of the game. That's what great teams look like. That's kind of what I thought. And yet. And yet. <laughs> you're right. This team has played 50 plus starters, 88 players, NFL records, both of those. And you're gonna tell me that Frank Wright is the coach of the year. And they're sitting here with double digit wins with two games remaining. I mean, this isn't even, well, they only won 10 games because it's a 17-game season. No, they already took care of that. Because that's what it would be, that's what the talk would be if they got if they finished 11-6. Well, they only won 11 games because it was a 17-game season. Except you get out here 12-5, and five, mm -hmm. and then, then you're talking. All right. Is Mike Vrabel not, in your opinion, by far the coach of the year? If not him, who? Everybody else is saying Matt LaFleur. Folks. Based on what? It's Green Bay. They were supposed to do what they've done. They're Green Bay. And, and here's the thing. Now, to be fair, the Titans were supposed to do what they've done. But not but the they way were, they've done it. Egg, boom. Dings. All the dings. <laughs> Give me the dings. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up over there. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Mike Vrabel, what he's done with a patch, The way he's done it. A patchwork roster. Bubblegum and chicken wire. Absolutely. <laughs> There's no question in my mind that this is the best coaching job I may have ever seen in the regular season of an NFL team. Any team. I mean, my goodness. You're talking about playing guys. 50-something starters. You're playing guys who other teams don't even want on their practice squad. You know, we joked about it. They need 
mechanics jerseys with first names on them. You know, my name is. <laughs> we said we're going to put a patch on the front that says, hi, my name is. Because <laughs> we didn't know who. I didn't know who the one guy was. I had no idea. One of the receivers. They called it? They called a receiver's name, and I was like, who? who? <laughs> I mean, how does that happen? <laughs> and, you know, a lot of folks are saying there's not been a lot of talk about Derrick Henry, but rest assured, he's going to be back at some point. Even if it's the first game of the playoffs. That's why you need that bye, by the way. So he doesn't have to play. But. (laughs) Tell him I'm coming. When that happens, (laughs) you know, a lot of folks are going to be very, very scared. Because a fresh-legged Derrick Henry against an tired tired and beat up defense. Yep. Scary. It's okay. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. A lot of folks talking about Aaron Rodgers MVP. Is he? Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? We're going to let JP drive on the other side of the break. You better watch out. I guess on uh, on, on video it doesn't matter. Do you like Primus? Uh, you, you better just be careful. We need to get out of here before something happens because Slim don't care about your mom. <laughs> Let's talk bowl games on the other side. Come back with us.